Welcome to Biblical Christian Worldview's Selective Article Podcast. So let's get started. The title of today's podcast is Predestination is Not an Excuse. And I want to begin this podcast by making a note that uh, uh, it's not intended to be an exhaustive theological proof for or against predestination. Uh, It's been written to make a singular and what I would say a significant point. So Presbyterian PCA, (laughs) wanting to get uh, better plugged in, in 1991, our family transitioned to a Presbyterian PCA church that was much closer to our home than the non-denominational church we'd been previously attending. I was still very much a baby Christian, definitely drinking spiritual milk rather than solid food, a reference to 1 Peter 2.2. We started attending a weeknight fellowship group and even hosted it in our home for a while. Looking back on the experience, I can now see how the more mature Christians in the faith took us under their wing, helping uh, to teach us many of the great truths of God. With one notable exception, it was a great time of growth in Christ. <clears throat> Excuse me. So Southern Baptist, about five years into our time within the Presbyterian PCA denomination, our family moved uh, about a half hour away, and we were again faced with a need to find a geographically closer fellowship in which to raise our kids. As a side note, one of our daughters could not ride in a car for more than about five minutes, seriously, without throwing up. Not a good Sunday morning commute. So after checking out a few local churches, we felt led to a small Southern Baptist church, which is where we uh, still attend today. So going back to that notable exception, attending a Southern Baptist church was basically no different than our Presbyterian PCA experience, again with that one notable exception. There's a view within some denominations and individual biblical Christians that God has preordained or predestined our actions, or uh, at the very least, our salvation from eternity past. I suspect that hundreds of books and thousands of sermons and lectures have been focused on this topic over the years. Likely, it remains a topic of discussion in seminaries today as students practice battling over theology in preparation for an eroded or rather arid belief that they have to know something about everything godly uh, as a graduated pastor. For the total time we attended the Presbyterian PCA Church, I cannot remember a single offering from the pulpit on the gospel or the good news. Not once did the pastor tell the congregation how to come to a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. Further, there was never an appeal to come forward on a Sunday morning to talk to the pastor or elders about a faith commitment. I suspect if asked, our pastor, or rather past church staff, would have scrambled for their Westminster Confession of Faith and then offered some scripture verses to justify their inaction. Referencing or quoting from the Westminster Confession of Faith, uh, point number nine, uh, three, quote, Man, by his fall into a state of sin, hath wholly lost all ability of will to any spiritual good accompanying salvation. 
so as a natural man being altogether adverse from that good and dead in sin is not able by his own strength to convert himself or prepare himself uh, thereunto. Then Romans uh, 8.28 and following for those whom he foreknew he also predestined to be conformed to the image of his son in order that he might be the firstborn among many brothers. And those whom he predestined he also called and those whom he called he also justified and those whom he justified he also glorified. John 6.44 No one can come to me unless the Father who sent me draws him and I will raise him up on the last day. And finally, Ephesians 1, 4, even as he chose us in him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and blameless before him. So, with those verses and the Westminster Confession in mind, why witness the good news of Jesus Christ? Why did my Presbyterian brothers and sisters in Christ never mention the plan of salvation offered by God to mankind? Why did the pastor of our church back then never explain how one can spend eternity in heaven? The answer is that their underlying theology was that salvation was God's responsibility, not man's. The logic goes that if one believes that God will draw the predestined lost to him, why should Presbyterians and other denominations get involved in the process. Now to be clear, this was my personal experience with a single church. It's not to be taken as an uh, indictment on the denomination as a whole without further evidence of a prevailing systemic practice. However, the underlying theology of predestination within the Presbyterian church uh, does seem to be part of their covenant theology. So I would argue strongly that predestination is not an excuse for a lack of evangelism. The reason being there are many churches I currently, I'm sorry, there are many in the church I currently attend who also believe in unconditional election, another word for predestination. However, it's not unusual when a Sunday morning sermon ends or contains a clear presentation of how one comes to be born again. Further, there is a time at the end of every Sunday morning for folks to come forward to make their profession of faith, a reference to Romans 10.27. The point cannot be understated that God calls and desires each Christian to find proactive, intentional ways of sharing the good news of Jesus Christ with a lost and dying world, and there are numerous verses that support that. Among them, Mark 16, 15, and he said to them, go into all the world and proclaim the gospel to the whole creation. Romans 10, 10, for with the heart one believes and is justified, and with the mouth one confesses and is saved. Matthew 9, 37 and following, and he said to his disciples, the harvest is plenty, but the laborers are few. Therefore, pray earnestly to the Lord of the harvest to send out laborers into his harvest. 1 Peter three fifteen. But in your hearts, honor Christ the Lord as holy, always being prepared to make a defense to anyone who asks you for a reason for the hope that is in you. Yet do it with gentleness and respect. And finally, Romans 1.16, For I am not ashamed of the gospel, for it is the power of God for salvation to everyone who believes, to the Jew first and then also to the Greek. So my point, one can believe that 
It is God and God alone that drags the sinner to the cross and to their salvation. However, we as mankind have no earthly idea who God has predestined for eternal life and what method of evangelism God has chosen from eternity past to perfect his will. Among all the challenging theological constructs students of the Bible wrestle with, in my opinion, this one's a no-brainer. The Bible calls the Christian to share the love of Christ with a lost and dying world and leave the fruits of that encounter or encounters in God's hands. Predestination is no excuse for choosing to shy away from sharing the eternal truths that you, as a Christian, know to be true. God bless you as you serve him today. Today's podcast article was brought to you by bcworldview.org, providing honest reporting and analysis on the intersection of contemporary issues and theology based on a biblical Christian worldview. May God bless you as you continue to walk through this life with our Savior and Lord.